Imagine how kind the world could be if each of us spent a small part of our day actively listening to someone else. In each episode of Active Listening, students from the University of St. Francis share conversation with older adults and discuss life lessons. The project's goal is simple, to bring people together through the kindness of listening. Now we're going to hear from Bill. He was interviewed by Laura Jansen. In their conversation, Bill talks about how his journey of faith took him around the world. He also began by reading a poem he wrote before faith became a bigger part of his life. It says, O wondrous Lord of all creation, as you look down upon this nation, tell me, dear Lord, if I belong to one of thy most happy throngs. If not, dear God, show me the way my crying soul seeks thee today. Days are dark and long the night. Please, God, show me the shining light. Dear Lord, I'm lost. There is no path. My soul cries out to thee at last. Oh, please, dear Lord, I pray to thee that I may someday live to see the purest light of all creation to which there is no limitation. And now I close this frantic prayer of a wretched soul so in despair. I know, dear God, it's up to me. If I believe, soon I shall see the light that shines eternally. I don't know how I got that. I got to my place where I was staying, and uh, I wrote it down. Then when the next day, Saturday, I was there, we, we, I came and I showed them. I said, I don't know what this is. Look at this. I got this last night. And they looked at it. Well, they, they cried. They couldn't imagine you know, that I, that I did all that. I, I couldn't imagine it myself. When my wife, we got married, of course, and all, when she was about her 70th birthday, she was sleeping, and so I woke her up. I said, come on, get up. You know, it's your birthday, and I got something special I want for you. And so she said, well, what is it? And I said, well, I found God's will on a New Jersey hill, on a New Jersey hill, where I found you. The world stood still in that New Jersey hill, on that New Jersey hill, where I found you. The world in the maple trees sang sweet melodies, and all of the vows we made were ever to be. When we're apart, you are far us today, for you are God's will on that New Jersey hill. So do you, the two of you, did you um, have children? Yes, I have four children. I have a son. He's in Colorado. David is his name. My daughter is my oldest, Donna, but David is the second. We had another child, a little baby that was two and a half years old. He died with cancer, and it was a terrible thing that went through us. We had a hard time through that. We had a daughter that we picked up. Their parents died about one year, and the other, the, uh, the other year they had other children, but she was 13 years old, and the others would take the little kids, but they didn't want to take her. So my wife and I looked at each other, and we said, we'll take her. Uh, Esther is her name. And then uh, we have a younger son, and that's Stephen. 
I'd like to tell you a lot more. When when we were 75 years old, the organization that uh, of the people that have churches with us, they uh, they came to me one day. He said, there's people in Bangkok, Thailand, that want you to come and build a church for them. They said, would you, do you think you'd like to go and build a church in Bangkok, Thailand? And I said, well, I think I would. So I said, well, I got to talk Thelma about Thelma about this. And I thought, boy, she's going to tell me, are you nuts? <laughs> and so when I got home, I told her about it. And I said, what do you think? And she said, oh, I think I like that. And so we, in three months, we got rid of our house, our cars, everything. And we went to Bangkok, Thailand. We were there for five years. We built a wonderful church. The way we got it, these people that had had a little church, they had a little church off of what they call a soy, but it's just a, a little road that they were on. You couldn't have a car even next to the church hardly, the two cars you could get, but that was it. And I knew well, we had to do something in order to get, get a church that was really good enough. I started looking to see where we could get a better place for a church, well, there was nothing because it would have cost millions of dollars to to buy anything. So I heard somebody say about there's a place in uh, the SSP Tower. It's a big building, and I heard about it that the 13 story of that place. I thought, well, I'm going to go take a look at that because I think I might be able to build a church there. I went to the people that owned the place. And they said, well, well, yeah, you can lease it. I said, okay, how much do I have to pay to lease it? And they said, well, $3,000 a month. I said to the little bit of people that had the little church, because I was telling, that, telling them that what we could do with that, they said, well, we don't have any money for that. And I said, well, we're going to have to trust God. And they said, you're crazy. And so they went and looked at the guy that's higher above me in the, in the organization, and they said, he's crazy. He said, no, now you listen. Bill has built quite a few churches and has done a good job, and maybe you better listen. We took the little bit of money that we did have, put it all together. I laid it all out. A woman called, and uh, she was crying on the phone, and she said, I, I need help. Can you help me? I said, well, what's the problem and all? And she said, well, my husband, he's here working in the ocean. They do oil. He's responsible for building that business there. But she said, I can't stand it. I, I don't like this. This is terrible. And I said, well, listen, I got just the right person to help you. And I said, it's my wife. And uh, she went through something like this one time. And I think she can really help you. She gave me my phone number and I gave it to Thelma. And Thelma went out and had dinner together and talked together. Boy, they, they clammed together. They hit it off, huh? Yeah, they really hit it yeah. off. They came to that little church the next Sunday. Her husband came with her and uh, they, they looked everything over and they said, boy, this is an... It's a good, nice church here. Well, this is going to be our church. And by the way, uh, we uh, 
believe in tithing. So I said, well, that, that's good to know because uh, the men, the people that are here, they're, they're scared to death that we can't get any money to be able to build anything. We're working at it. We've got a lot done now, but we can't, we don't have anything more. So I, well, he said, you know, we'll be giving your tithe one day and the next week. I called him and said, uh, could we get together and have dinner? He said, yeah, that'd be fine. We went to got together and I said to him, I never have done this before, but I'm asking you how much money you're talking about. And so they said, oh, well, I think it's about, um, it's 2,000. It was 2,000, he said. Anyway, I said, well, that would be wonderful. It would be helpful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then as it went right after that, the company would bring a lot of extra stuff, you know, that they made. And so it turned out that it was $3,000 a month that they had to tithe. Yeah, which is what you guys needed. Right, it's exactly what God had for us. What is one piece of advice you would give to the younger generations looking back? You have to listen to God if you want anything you have to put things in God's hands and trust God otherwise you're not going to make it what you just heard is part of the active listening series put together as a collaboration between the University of St. Francis and WBOI additional conversations can be found online at wboi.org or wherever WBOI podcasts are found faculty advisors for active listening are Miles Fulwhiter Jane Martin, and Kristen Miller. This program was also made possible thanks to the support of Trina Bodeker from the USF Office for Service and Social Action. Our interviewers are Laura Jansen, Georgia Lieb, Caleb Meyer, Sean Rollins, Jennifer Schinkel, Sage Souter, Miranda Tyler, Kendra Seifring, and Doe Thong. USF Meta students are Nicholas Cardosa, Vaughn Gallagher, Joey Lamping, Ashley Price, Renee Robinson, Tyler Ross, and Jennifer Schenkel. Active Listening's creative director is Larissa Whitaker. Our music is by Noah Campadonico. And thank you for listening. <laughs>